Good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Atlanta Falcons Nation channel. Of course, if you're new to the stream, please head on over. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you are, head on over to YouTube so you can get us subscribed. We appreciate you guys tuning in to us tonight. But we have a special guest in the house, and a lot of people may know his face if you've watched a certain series, but we're going to get into that a little later. But I'm excited about this because it's an honor to just have someone of your presence to join our show tonight, you know, because, you know, we are the voice of the Falcons fan and we just we honor you guys. You guys bring us the content, the facts and things that we can present to our fans and everything. So I appreciate you once again. So let's go ahead and get into the proper introduction. Who are you? Let everybody know who you are. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm appreciate you so much for the intro, and I'm. I'm thankful to be here. Happy to be here too. It's. It's an honor to be with you, so much. So uh, I'm. I'm Chris Rim. I'm the multimedia features reporter for the Falcons and LandonFalcons.com, and uh, I, I'm about four months in now. I think four months today. Actually. Yeah, yeah. You just started <laughs> along with Tori and I can't think of his other um, uh, guys. Scott Bear. There you go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I was there when I when I seen all that happen. We actually okay. had Tori on the show previous too, before she even was promoted to um, the Atlanta um, Falcons back when she was with the Athletic, maybe a few months back. Oh so yeah. So we had her on then. So having the pleasure to speak with you is also an honor. So let's go ahead and get into the questions, shall we? All right. And so you introduce yourself, but tell us a little bit about yourself once again. How did you become the Falcons multimedia features? Um, reporter. Yeah, so I was uh, I was at the Boston Globe before. I'm, I'm originally from uh, Philadelphia, and then I went to college in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, and then I was at the Globe, and then um, I applied for this job. Well, I saw the, the job, and it seemed pretty cool because, um, in general, my passion for journalism is telling the stories of players, you know, underneath the uniforms, and specifically, I like I haven't gotten to do this enough yet, but, you know, marginalized players and players of color um, and amplifying those stories. Um, so I saw a position where I could, you know, write features and, and longer things. And I really stood out. So I applied. And then Scott kind of called me. Who's the Scott? Who's the, the digital editor? He yes. uh, he called me like 10 minutes after I applied. And then. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so he was really interested in you. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and then he uh, he sent me. uh then I, I went to the interview process with him and then some other higher ups at the Falcons. And then um, they offered me the job and came down on the 16th and been well came down on the 14th last. Yeah. And I've been going ever since. OK. And how's um, the adjustment to Atlanta life? Have you found your barber yet? I saw the bio yeah. where you said you're still looking for your barber and trying to get adjusted <laughs> to the culture. Yes. Yes. I did find my barber. Thank Thankfully, I found a good barber. Actually, um, I just got out of there, so okay, was, yes. <laughs> so you was and, prepared for this interview, <laughs> yes, I was, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I found a barber and I got my first car because I know you know, Atlanta, you got to drive everywhere, Boston and uh, Philly, kind of like more walkable cities and public transit. So, got my first car and um, still getting adjusted to the traffic. I think I'm adjusted, but <laughs> that's uh, the people are nice and the food is good. And the weather is good. Most importantly, the weather is good. This this point last year, I'll be walking through snow up to my knees. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're very uh, spoiled here because, as you can probably see, you know, our winters don't really get extremely cold. 
You know, yeah. one day we're wearing t-shirts and shorts. The next you might put on a little windbreaker and, yep. you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's about it. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. Let's go ahead and move on to the next question. Um, give me a one second here. Um, and then is this, um, the career you wanted to pursue originally? Yeah. So I, uh, so when I was in high school, well, growing up, I always loved basketball and um, I started playing basketball, football when I was six. And then uh, like a year or two in the football, I got hit too hard. So I quit. <laughs> and then um, basketball is what I wanted to do. And then I got cut from the team like my freshman year. And then um, I kind of started to realize, like, you know, maybe you're not going to the NBA. And uh, I started thinking about other, <laughs> I started thinking about other avenues. And um, like my junior year, my friend asked me to join the paper. Joined the paper, began writing. Um, then ever since then, I think that's. I, then I thought I wanted to do. I, I just think at that point I wanted to do sports journalism because I just wasn't good enough at basketball, but. After my first year of college, I did an internship at a small website in Philly, and um, I ran track in high school and college. This is all coming together, I promise. Sorry, I'm talking for a while. Oh, but, no, go ahead. Take your time. Yeah. This is your spotlight, so I'm all ears. Gotcha. Yeah, so uh, that summer, um, there was a uh, – so my my friend – well, yeah, my friend and this guy I competed with named Christian. We had the same name. Only person who I know who also his name is Christian uh, with, a, with a K – um, he was he was shot and killed before he a day before he was going to go to uh, Penn State University on track scholarship. Aww. So um, and my editor asked me if I wanted to write about it. And I didn't really understand why. But she explained, you know, you can, you know, uh, and you can use data and, and show that this is not a, you know, an isolated incident in Philly and that young black men are, you know, fear this every day. So I wrote it and then I realized the impact that those kind of stories can have. Oh, and yes. um, I, yeah, I think I fell in love with with uh, with with sport. I, once I realized the the power that sports can have in terms of you know using sports as an avenue to amplify a larger issue or a larger injustice, whether that be race or class or or sexism or something like that, um, I, I start I fell in love with it. And and those stories don't always come around. I, I, don't, I haven't done one of those yet. Um, other, I mean, other than CP's cleats uh, about Ahmad Arbery. But, oh yeah, I love it. With the um, they honor yeah. their cleats are honored. Um, to like uh, I think Cordell Patterson has quite a few. Um, and I've yep. seen quite a few on the website as well. So I think that's yeah. definitely beautiful. Yeah. So then, yeah. So that, that that's why I, was, uh, I that's why I kind of fell in love with sports journalism and, and well, fell in love with journalism in general and and uh, the what journalism could do. You know, journalists change laws and places and you know. Uh, find things out and it, it, it's just uh i think that was when i when i figured it out sorry to go long-winded there <laughs> no you know and i get i understand that of course we are just you know a podcast show you know we're still coming up in in this media you know world and we understand that especially when you're a journalist everything that you say will be dissected you know it's like you a lot of times you yeah. have to watch what you're saying and yes, of course sure. you know going to those type of um articles to kind of bring awareness to a lot of things because um yeah. say for instance like chuck smith and um yeah. terrence mathis they're walking you know they're going around talking about just basically the head coaching situations that's going on in the nfl we don't have a lot of african-american head coaching 
So, right. of course, yep. I'm starting to see a little buzz about uh, maybe there's some things in the background, a lot of conversation, a lot of awareness is being brought to it. So I'm yep. praying that something does makes a difference somewhere. Like it's time to speak about it because um, I mean, we are just as talented as everybody else, you know, um, yep. and we have a lot of these players that put their lives on the line, like CTE and everything else, you mm -hmm. know, for the ones that are capable of getting this job it should be ample opportunities for them. And as well as, like you said, just bringing the awareness of the story to that, you know, player, you don't know where they came from to, right. you know, get to this area, you know, um, yeah. like um, who just got the, uh, who's getting honored for his uh, award. Uh, Walter for, Payton. He was, yes. Yes. So uh, Mike Davis. Yep. Yes. Mike Davis, his story, you know, where he mm -hmm. comes from actually locally here, you know, and he he's basically basically the face of, you know, what's going on, what we need to, you know, embrace, like started yeah. from somewhere. You don't have to always be there because this youth right now, they just they're they're lost, you know, so they just need yeah. guidance and they need people they can look up to. So definitely I appreciate you wanting to bring you know attention to those articles and things like this. So you guys check that out once you get a chance to get those in um, as yeah. well. So thank you for that. Appreciate Let's go you. ahead and go to the meat and the potatoes of this. I thought this this was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So we enjoyed the 30th anniversary of the rudest team story of the 1991 Atlanta Falcons. Um, how was the experience hosting such legends? Oh, it was it was amazing. It was it was really cool. It, um the, the idea came together at, uh, by uh, one of our video videographers, uh, Chris Wink, and uh, director of digital, Dan Gad, and then so many other people who put things together. And mm -hmm. it, it's kind of odd because I'm the person on camera. So people are like, you know, always some people are, are talking to me about it. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I was just a guy on camera. I, I, you know what I mean? There's a no, lot. No, don't think that. <laughs> You're not just that you was the host, but you made it. You made it a beautiful three segments so we that. enjoyed that so look don't underestimate yourself you <laughs> were part of an amazing project so i, I definitely that. enjoyed it you know yeah, but, but and but i want to see more of those <laughs> yeah for sure I, I think yeah i think that's what it seems like people are expecting but um the it was it was amazing i mean those those they, they make it easy when when people talk a lot they make it especially glanville he can just he could he could take over. He he could have took the whole thing over if he wanted to. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, exactly that was so yeah, funny. Just that that <laughs> team. I think um, coming to Atlanta, um, I kind of learned that 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 team in that year really resonated with Falcons fans, and, it, and it's a team that many Falcons fans today are fans of the Falcons because of that team, because of their memories at the Georgia Dome and. And Fulton, even Fulton County, oh. um, and and Dion, uh, you know, is his Jerry Curl wet, but that's not wet. It looks wet, but it's dry, or you know, and uh, <laughs> too Andre, legit to quit all of that. Right, too legit to quit all that kind of stuff. So it just, um, I felt like it was something that brought people back, and then excited. I feel like hopefully also excited them for you know maybe we can recreate this energy in Atlanta again. And um, it was just a, an amazing, amazing thing to do. And I, I was just glad to be a part of it. Oh, definitely. You know what? And speaking that you said that, um, I do feel like um, even though Arthur Smith is a new head coach and everything, but I feel like the players 
it's the energy um, that they're starting to kind of broadcast a little bit more, making us a little yeah. bit more excited to watch this team, despite yeah. the record. But even though we're doing yeah. a little bit better this year than last season, yeah. but progression, that game against the Panthers was an overall complete game. Yeah. It's still the talk of the town right about now, you know, that yeah. how well did it perform? And it's like, is this a glimpse of what to expect? Of course, we're going to yeah. get into that a little bit on down the line of this interview, but I, I do miss the energy. I do miss the Vic era. I miss Jamal Anderson, you know, back that Super yeah. Bowl era. Just, mm -hmm. you know, the dirty bird in the city. You, you know, it yeah. was like just <laughs> Falcons gear everywhere. You can find people in the streets dancing. We need mm -hmm. that again. We definitely yeah. need that again. But, of course, it's going to probably take a win, you know. Yeah. I think ho that. hopefully it's coming soon. I mean, they got – I think uh, they got, you know, got pits this year and they got some – I feel like they got the more they got some guys this year who who kind of embody that. Uh, mm -hmm. And when I think about that, like I think about a guy like uh, CP Cordero, I feel like he he um, and I'm, I'm not an Atlanta native, but I feel like he kind of embodies that attitude a little bit in terms of, you know, uh, CP talks a lot. He's going to talk to you. He's going to score on you. He's going to he's going to do something. And he's going to let you know he's doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, so so, yeah, I think. Hopefully that excitement is coming back, and, and I think being in a playoff hunt definitely helps that, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's surprising because, of course, we definitely didn't think that we was going to be here at this point. So yeah. the fact that Sunday's game is just, you know, pretty much all games is very important for us to get into the playoffs, but it's just the excitement around the fact that we actually have an opportunity. And then the fact that this is a young squad, and they're out there cheering and having a good time getting the fans involved. We just got to win on, you know, at home so we can experience that atmosphere yes. too. <laughs> yeah. But get us more excited. So Falcons fans, if you are watching this, you know, cheer, show out, get all your gear. Let's just start doing Falcons Fridays like they used to do. Let's bring mm -hmm. that back so we can just get the energy and get these, get behind these players so they can perform, you know, amazingly because right now they're starting to get it. Definitely. For sure. So, and I appreciate that. So let's go ahead and get into a couple of comments. I just wanted to, you know, highlight everybody. Just happy to see that you are here. Um, <laughs> Noah said from Philly, went to college in Boston and came to Atlanta. Sounds like Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I have, I, I, have a, I have a lot of friends who uh, who went to uh, Matt's school. So, yeah, I, I uh, and I've, I've, I've uh, been there often. So, yeah. <laughs> OK, OK. All right. Just saying hello. How are you doing, Melvin? I'm sorry I couldn't get y'all comments right away. We had to get right into this and said, applause you for hosting. Yeah. Get your accolades for that because, yes, you are. You are. It's not just because they just threw you in there. I'm pretty sure they particularly was like, hey, we like your energy. We like, you know, what you bring to a project and put you on. So take yeah. those accolades and enjoy it because, you know, it made me want to figure out who you are you know it made yeah. us interested and in see more so you know because a lot of your articles are just geared towards a message that's right. one thing that i do appreciate about what you're putting out there you know appreciate that mm -hmm. let's get to the next question here we're on the roll we're on the roll let's go to um of course you had to mention this earlier but you know we see that you enjoy profiling players underneath the uniform but and it doesn't even have to be a Falcons player, but whose story has impacted you the most? Like anything that was inspirational or just left, a, you know, let, left something on you yeah. for doing that type of uh, 
content. Yeah, I think everyone, honestly, but I think uh, more, re- I would say the, the three that stand out to me that I've done so far would probably be Mike Davis, mm-hmm. uh, Young Way, and then mm-hmm. CP Cordero. Um, and I think Young Ways is interesting because Young Way is kind of, uh, Young Way is quite, he doesn't talk a lot. Young Way doesn't talk a lot. He doesn't, he doesn't like attention and, and you can media. Tell. He just get out there and do what he need to do. Exactly. He just goes out there and kicks the ball. <laughs> but, but he's really a fast, he's a fascinating guy. You know, he, um, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's one of four South Koreans to ever play in the NFL. Um, and he, so just by doing that, he represents so much and that's a, that's a heavy burden to carry. Right. You know, especially, you know, people, you know, off people might want you to, to, to be this beacon, this representation that, you know, uh, or, or this, this hero that, that you didn't necessarily sign up to be. Um, so, so it's a lot of pressure for, for, for him, I think, or for, or for a person in that position, but he handles it yeah. gracefully, he handles it well. And, um, when he speaks about it, he speaks about it well, and he doesn't. He, he also doesn't speak about things that he doesn't that he doesn't understand completely. But he chooses when to speak, and when he does speak, it's effective. Um, so I thought Youngway stood out a lot, and um, and also his journey to the league. You know, he as a kicker, it's hard to stay in the league, especially when you when you flame out kind of once. Because Youngway, his first stint in the league with the Chargers, he. Missed a couple game winning kicks. Yeah, then, it was. I think it when he came to yeah. Atlanta, that's when it real it really kind of like Cordell. It's like when yep. he came to Atlanta, yeah, it then, started to click for him. Yeah, when they put everything together. So so that was yeah, so that was good. And um, so so yeah, for I think Youngway stood out. Um, and then all uh, one more thing about Youngway, he's like an athlete <laughs> playing the kicker position. Not saying that kickers aren't athletes because they are athletes, but I mean he's an athlete as in like this guy was a uh, all state or all league uh, defensive back and receiver in, in high school. And, and, you know, it's just, he, he, he does flips when, with his kicks. He just, he's just an interesting dude. Um, CP story was, was cool because he, he, um, he was, he, CP's just a funny guy. And he, I feel like he opened up about why this year has been so effective. He, he talked about, you know, being a few hours away from home so he could visit his family. He feels comfortable and then he, he talked about how his willingness to play three positions is because growing up, he watched his mom work three jobs. Um, oh. So that, yeah, so that taught him that, you know, if she could work three jobs, I could play three positions was the quote. And he kind of said, you know, why can't I do what she did for us? So that I thought that was really eye opening. And then Mike Davis, uh, he's another guy who Mike talks a little Mike talks a lot and, and he talks on Twitter, but not as much as like. He talks a lot on Twitter, but not as much in like press conferences to the media. And like, he's not a boastful guy or, or brash or, or anything like that. And um, you might not know, it, it would be hard to find his upbringing in like, uh, you know, a, a press conference or something like that. But in our interview, he talked about, you know, uh, growing up and moving into the Hollywood court apartments and they're being yeah, a drive-by so I'm very shooting. familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, a high drive- crime area. It definitely. Yep. Yeah. You know, drive-by shooting the first day and then shoot mm-hmm. shootings after his football games and, <sighs> you know, how he compartmentalized those things and, and how they motivated him to, to want to be better. And now he's giving back. So sorry, that was a lot, but I would say those three really stand out to me and our people who, who stories I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And I do, too. I definitely do, too, especially Mike Davis um, um, Mm -hmm. recent story. You know, just the fact that it's local. 
he's locally mm-hmm. here. So it's it's you know those Falcons fans that are in high school and middle school and watching from afar, they're seeing his path and they can take yep. example to it and just want to strive to be like him. Of course, he don't have to be football, but anything that you stick your mind to, just no matter where you are, there's resources, there's things out there to get you where you need to. Just you got to keep your mind to it. Don't ever let anyone tell you what you can and cannot do. You know, yep. believe in yourself. If sometimes you got to believe only in yourself, but that's that's how it is. You know, if yeah, nobody's sure. behind you, you know your goal and you keep pushing. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. But I agree. I, I did enjoy um, just seeing those stories, too. It, you know, it's very touching. Um, let's see. And we're going to get into a little bit of Falcons talk just a little bit. You know, because, of course, you know, like I said earlier, it's on the line. It's a possibility we can kind of squeeze up in there, you know, with the way that the league changed, you know, with this extra game now. Now we're actually sitting in an okay situation where we can, we, you know, control our destination right about now. So um, how do you feel about the Atlanta Falcons playoff chances? Uh, I think <laughs> I think that I think the Falcons playoff chances are as good as they've been in a long time <laughs> for, for I think they're as good as they've been in a long time. And I'll say that um, this team is interesting because, you know, they had to San Fran. I'm going out there tomorrow and they they have played really well, you know, away from away from home. Um, so I think. Their chances coming in this this weekend go increase because they're not home, and that sounds weird to sound because they played so well there. I don't think there's some some magic in there, but for some reason, when they travel, they play really well. But I think when you look at the their schedule, they have the 49ers this weekend. Then they go. Then they, Detroit comes here, and then they go to the Buffalo, and then the Saints come to Atlanta. So out of those games, you have uh, two teams that are under 500. Uh, one team you already beat in the Saints' arrival, um, so you know those th- those might be considered you know winnable games. And and then you have the Bills, a team who has been up and down this year, and the 49ers as well, who's who've been up and down. So I think the I think the Falcons are looking at this final stretch, and and they've said it um, themselves. They've said you know um, we we are embracing the pressure of these mm-hmm. this this final stretch. We know we need to win each week. So, so yeah, I think, um, I think their chances, like, I don't want to give percentage, but I think, like I said, and as you know, I think they're as good as they've ever been. And I think this team is playing the best that they've been all season right now. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I think, you know, the defense has scored points the last two weeks. The offense is running the ball effectively, something that, you know, hasn't been the case in Atlanta since Devontae Freeman, maybe. (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> so you know and so i think yeah i think there's a lot to be excited about and they could they could they could very well get in there oh yeah definitely and now one thing i love about author smith's coaching style is kind of you know not to knock off the previous regime but it's a lot less catchphrases and favoritism we felt you know of course we're the falcons fan looking outside in you know but right. to us it just felt like it, it wasn't taken as serious as far as accountability, um, mm-hmm. competition. You know, some players might have felt, hey, I got a paycheck. It's a job. At the end of the day, I don't feel like I have to work as hard because, hey, I know my career still be on there. But, of course, can't right. speak for a professional player. 
but it's just the, the feel that it gave us. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. they don't take it serious, so we're not going to, you know, really be behind this team. I think now yeah. that everybody's seeing how hard these young cat, you know, young players are, you know, trying to be the best and be better. You know, you know, we flip around with the practice squad. You know, um, other players that we haven't heard their names in a while are getting opportunities at this point. It's exciting right. to watch and watch it develop. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, and I and I think that's that's good to good to hear because you got. I think there's like you said, there's some some more excitement in 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 the city now. New regime, new players, like you said, young players playing well. So yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, um, anything you wanted to add to that? Um, any players that you stick, you know, that sticks out to you as far as you know, uh, you know, main players that are just really just exciting to watch at this point. I know you kind of yeah are close to them a little bit more. So which yeah. player stands out to you the most that you'd really want to see their career kind of, you know, take off? Oh, I mean, I, I really like, I, I really like, um, I really like uh, Cordero mm-hmm. a lot. I really like CP. Um, I like, I like his attitude. I like his, I like the way he plays. And, and I think, um, you know, there, it's hard to find people in the NFL who have their best season at 30. Um, and he's, and he's a guy who's doing that. Um, and he, he just, he just, and he, and um, he's, he's just also like a good dude, a good, he's a good quote. I should say he's a good quote um, to talk to after, after practice, you know, he's always funny. Um, <laughs> so I like him and I think, you know, what he's bringing to this offense is, is amazing in terms of what he brings as a runner and as a receiver. And the offense looks completely different when he's in the game. So I think he's big time. And then AJ Terrell is the real deal. <laughs> I think uh, he's solidified himself this season as a, a legitimate, you know, number one corner um, and, and one of the better corners in the NFL. I don't, you know, know where you want to rank him. I think he's, I think he's up there with one of the better cornerbacks in the league. Um, so, so I think AJ is someone who uh, excites me. And then I also like the, you know, the the young safeties. Uh, Hawkins and, and Richie Grant, um, and I think they'll they, they have some great leadership there. And, and uh, Eric Harris, who I know is out for the season now, and Deron Harmon, um, great mentorship in that in that uh, safety room. So I think those guys, Jalen Hawkins, is going to step up, and I think he's going to be he's going to be great in that role. Um, and weirdly enough, I also Lee Smith is probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably one of my favorite uh, guys because he's just a good quote. He uh, he curses a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, uh, and, he's, and he's funny. I'll tell you. You know, you you might want to edit that in your little story. You know, he's he's a good, and then he's uh he's really close with Kyle uh, and Hayden too, of course. But him and Kyle have a relationship because it's like you know, it's a it's a weird thing you would imagine. You know, this guy, he's probably the most southern man possible from Tennessee, like uh, in Lee Smith, and then you got Kyle from Philly. Um, so it's just two different worlds. But okay, get it. so this. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like two different worlds, but they're so close. And they're uh, after practice, they're throwing, they're playing games, trying to throw the ball from like midfield through the field goal. And yeah, so I like to see. So those those are some players, and um, obviously I'm I'm likely forgetting a few, but those are some those are some of the guys I like and um, expect big things from. Okay, and I someone asked, do you actually attend the games as well to get yeah, those yeah, um, yeah. interviews? Okay. Yes, yes, I attend the games. Yeah, I, I'm going to uh, San Fran tomorrow, so I'll be be uh, at that game. Okay, so definitely don't want to hold you up too much longer. I know you got to get <laughs> on your flight. 
many <laughs> blessings to you, Chris. Well, let's get to this last Thank and final you. question. And um, then, but I definitely appreciate you just taking the time out so quickly to reach out and do this interview. But let's go ahead and um, talk about what's next for you. Um, any interesting projects on the horizon for you that we need to be looking for, you know, quote, quote, hint, hint. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, there's a, we're, I'm not sure if you, but we're doing a, well, it's, it's written right now, but we're doing a scouting series on, um, it's called Meet the Scouts. So we're writing about, you know, the personnel department and, mm-hmm. you know, the people who, who scout the players to make the team great, you know, people who found, you know, players like Grady Jarrett who become superstars and obviously those Guys who were pegged as stars like Matt Ryan went the first round. So those, um, so, the, those, pe- those, and those are very important, you know, to yeah, that player yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah, I agree. So so, th- so we're doing those, and uh, we're three stories in. We're, they feature features on the scouts, and then also features on um, how they found a player. So like a story I wrote today was about that went up today was about how they found Grady Jarrett. So it talks to like Brent Venables, the former Clemson defensive coordinator, and some other people about the process of how they found him. And, um, but moving forward in the off season, I don't want to say, I can't say too much, but I will just say there'll be a lot of cool video stuff coming. I think in the off season, there's a lot of cool stuff that y'all heard here first. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of cool stuff that the uh, digital team has planned. And, uh, and I, from from uh, Scott, Tori, and myself, and and our amazing video team and, and digital team. So, be on the lookout for some cool content, and hopefully, you know, we can follow up with something that that y'all enjoy as much as the uh, ninety one series. Okay, and let us know where we can find that. In case some people kind of join late to this stream, where can okay. they find this content? Yeah, you can find this content at atlantafalcons.com or Atlanta Falcons on YouTube or on my Twitter. It's at uh, Chris Rim one and uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe or to YouTube and follow and, you know, show us some love if you like it and uh, download the Falcons app. Uh, oh, yeah. Download, yeah. Download the Falcons app and you get uh, push notifications so you don't miss out on the latest news. Yeah. Make sure you tag him on Twitter or wherever you're, you know, watching the content. If you're enjoying it, leave comments on the videos, but please tag him in it. Tori and um, <laughs> Scott is Scott correct. Yep, yeah, Scott. Okay, I got it right. Okay. Tag them and just let them know exactly how much you are enjoying this because we're we're excited to kind of oh, I can say I'm loving the energy and the change in the media. You know, I know that yeah. you guys were brought to kind of bring a difference to you know what we're seeing now. And mm-hmm. I'm loving that it's more in-depth to we're starting to learn the player a lot more versus what we hear in the media. Um, you know, maybe what they might share with us. You're like Julio Jones. We never knew anything about Julio Jones, you know. So mm-hmm. getting to the life of these players and, and, you know, the coaching, you know, the scouts and, you know, just from yeah. the beginning to how a player gets developed, I think that's interesting. So I appreciate yeah. you guys are definitely doing that. It's been fun to watch. Um, definitely, if you could put a bug in someone's ear, <laughs> that 91 segment, look. Could you do another one for maybe the Super Bowl team? You know, okay. J- Jamal Anderson, all yeah. of them. I would love to have. Uh, yeah. I think Chris Shanlon. I think he's kind of ill, isn't he? CTE, I believe. Yeah. But um, but, those players, Chuck Smith, and all of them, still available. Y'all mm-hmm. can get that team together yeah. and do another little show like that. That would be amazing. That that's what <laughs> that's what uh, people been saying. That's what everybody's been been clamoring for. So I'm sure that'll be something soon. 
All yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and I appreciate okay. you having me on, Miss Maggie. It's been a, it's been a great time. Any last minute words before I let you go? I appreciate you once again. Thank you. Uh, no, I just uh, it's 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 cool to be you know in in Atlanta. It's cool to do things like this and meet you know passionate fans who also support our work and are you know so kind and you know just want to be help us grow and introduce us to more people. So. Love in Atlanta. Uh, love being on here. Appreciate you, Miss Maggie. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you once again. It was an honor. It definitely was an honor. I learned a lot. And of course, we're going to be looking out for your your content, and we're definitely going to be sharing on Atlanta Falcons Nation. But thank you once again, and safe flight, and definitely cheer, 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 and get all that excitement out there because it's a big game for us, you know. For sure, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> is. Well, thank you again, Chris, and you have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. I'm, I'm here by myself. I thought Matt Mike was in the back, but I appreciate you guys tuning in to me today. Um, It was kind of last minute for me, but I thank you guys. But make sure you subscribe to the channel, and I appreciate you guys once again. And I'm out, people. Peace.